Welcome to Jazz Avec Moi, the podcast where we will talk about everything from life, career, and entrepreneurship from a TCK perspective. My name is Michaela Mutoni, and I will be your host. Hi, everyone. I hope you're staying safe and that you and your families are doing well during this crisis. For this week, I just wanted to, you know, slow down a bit, check in, and talk to you a bit about the progress of the podcast what I have in mind going forward for season two, as well as give you some recommendations of what to listen to in case you haven't listened to all of them yet. And yeah, go from there. So I am excited to say that we have now reached more than 1,100 listens and that it is spread between 29 countries. So I'm so excited for a couple of reasons. First of all, that means that a thousand people have listened to this or actually not a thousand but at least maybe like a few hundreds of people if we can assume that maybe a person listened to the podcast four times or five times the second fact is that the fact that it spread between 29 countries that's exactly what I was hoping for it to do you know I think that the fact that the audience is so international, proves that there is a need to hear our stories, the stories of the young Africans that are in the diaspora, and that even if we might be geographically distant from each other, we do have a lot in common. Of course, Canada accounts for about 40% of the listeners because I'm based here, and the US 20%. I mean, they're right there. It's right next to us, right? And so that makes it like 40% right between 27 countries, which is kind of crazy. And there are some in Europe, like France, Belgium, Spain, Portugal. There's some people in Australia. There's some people in like Thailand and Dubai. And um, I have a few people in Honduras, actually. So please, guys, like, and ladies, please, everyone, just say hi to me, you know, send me a message on Instagram. I'm creating a Facebook group. You can talk there. I would love to hear your stories. I would love to get to know you guys so that it doesn't feel like I'm talking in thin air, (laughs) even though obviously the numbers show that I'm not, right? So I just really wanted to say thank you because it proves to me that there is something here. And I initially started the podcast because I'm often one of the onlys, right? And when I say an only, it's like one of the only few, let's say, like African women in the room or black person in the room in the first place but I think that what adds the complexity is that I am what they call an adult third culture kid which means that I have lived in a few different countries and so when it even comes to like questions of identity and values that can also get a bit complicated (laughs) and so I feel like I'm creating a virtual community of Africans that are pan-African that are globally minded and that we can achieve great things together if you enjoyed the podcast please do share it it's important and actually please do hit pause right now and rate it (laughs) and then you can come back and I say this because I truly believe in the power of sharing our stories 110 percent that's why I did this and so I believe that by sharing it you are sharing the greatness that you have heard, you're sharing all of these different people that I have highlighted on the podcast and their stories. And you are giving a chance for other people 
to hear stories that might touch them. So I used to work in sales. Well, even now I'm kind of in a sales support role. And I didn't initially like sales because I grew up with this negative perception of sales that, oh, you're always pushing something and that sometimes you are hustling your client. But when sales is done right, you are addressing a need that your customer had, whoever your customer is. So in this case, my customer is you, my listener. If you share it, you are touching other people who might have similar needs. So me now, I have no problem pitching the podcast. Actually, no, I still do have issues promoting and advocating, which I'm getting better at. But I do really feel that it is worth sharing and it is worth reviewing and rating. And the reason going back to why rating is so important, it is sad, but we are in a numbers world. In a numbers word world, my God, that's why it matters that we've had more than a thousand listeners. That's why it matters that it's spread between 29 countries and that the majority is in Canada and the U.S. because people are always looking at stats. So in the same way, when people look at ratings, podcasts with a higher number of ratings is definitely seen as more credible or as more worthy. And so it kind of kind of opened doors for you for other opportunities. That's my long way of saying, please do go and rate the podcast. I would really appreciate it. And I'll be forever thankful. Also, please do share your feedback with me. I really do love hearing from you guys. And I was speaking, for example, with this young lady last week. She was about, I think, 24, 25, which is when I started having this thought of a podcast. Not that I knew that it was going to be a podcast, but I just knew that there had to be something done. I just didn't know what format I was going to put it then. Actually, then I tried to do like these videos on career advice because I was graduating from grad school. But I really just wanted to see someone like me. I really just wanted to see someone who was really trying to thrive and, and strive in this world. And that wasn't too senior because sometimes you see all of these super senior people and oh great that's amazing but I feel like their realities sometimes are a little bit removed from ours so I wanted to see people like me people who are like in the thick of it right now in their like early 30s mid-20s mid-30s and who are let's say like middle management roles or are just starting to pick up their careers and in that phase where now they're kind of figured out what they want to do, but they're still in that process of putting it in place. So it's still jittery. Okay, now I kind of know what I'm doing, but I'm not really 100% confident yet. And those are the people that I wanted to see and I wanted to hear from. And that's how this podcast was born. But going back to the initial point with this young lady, she was so excited and she felt seen and she was just so happy that there was such a platform. and. She made my day. Obviously, she made my day, but I think she made my month and she gave me the motivation to keep pushing because sometimes, you know, life happens and it's COVID and we've been inside and work happens and you're overwhelmed and just want to sleep. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> so learnings, learnings from this season. So I didn't really plan this season, guys. I just kind of went for it. I just started. And the reason is because I am a planner. And so I can get bogged down in details. But the challenge with planning is that you only plan with the information that you have at hand. So that meant going and doing research and research and research. But then you kind of get stuck and you don't know what to do next, where to go next. And then you start seeing all of this other content that's been created 
that's so amazing. And you want to achieve that level, but you haven't even started from scratch. So I was really stuck in decision paralysis. And I am also a recovering perfectionist. So I just decided to, you know what, just do five episodes with what you have. You don't need a fancy mic and you can hear it from (laughs) my first episodes. You don't need a fancy mic. You know, you have all these free resources online. Just go for it and see what it means. And so I got my logo done on Fiverr and my website is on WordPress. I just decided to go forward and to see what the reaction would be. And I realized that for the moment, it's the platform that works the best for me and it works. And now I'm like almost six months in and it's been an amazing journey. I just knew that it was something that I had on my heart and I had to let it out in the world. And that can be scary. But honestly, even just releasing the first episode, guys, I just felt like I just gave birth. (laughs) And I haven't given birth yet yet. I don't have children, but (laughs) I gave birth to this idea. And I really wanted to provide visibility to my people, to uplift them, to encourage them. And at the same time, encourage myself, you know. And my partner, whenever I feel not motivated, he's like, no, just press record, you know, like you'll feel better. Just produce the content. (laughs) It'll get better. And it's true. And I've had time to reflect on it. And I've realized that it's because I produce the content that I want to listen to. And so going back to also encouraging myself, I'm a huge proponent of promoting other podcasts as well. So if you're on my, my Instagram, you've seen them, but we're not that many. When you think that in the world of podcasts, there are more than, I think right now, the number is like 300,000 podcasts. The podcasts that look at Africans, okay, already the podcasts that look at Black people, there are not that many, but the podcasts that look at Africans are even fewer. Um, And there is so much room for us all, if that's kind of what you want to do. And I think of the illusion of bread in a supermarket, (laughs) or water, the water aisle. And uh, I heard this one on Jesus and Jalaf with Lavi Ajayi and Yvonne Orji. And I think it's Lavi that said it because she was talking about, I don't know what she was talking about, but I will always remember this. She was saying that every time she doubts herself, I think it was advice somebody gave her. Every time she doubts herself or she thinks that, oh, she's doing something that somebody else is doing, that you can just look at the water aisle in a supermarket And it kind of reminds you that your voice is there for some people. Because think about it, like there is so many water. Water is water, okay, guys? Like water is water. And yet we have so many brands. We have so many stories. You have sparkling water, normal water. uh, They fix the pH. They add vitamins. They add flavor. And every person has their favorite water brand. You People will debate on the taste of the water. (laughs) <laughs> and the plastic and such when at the end of the day water is water <laughs> and actually another friend of mine reminded me of that recently because the reason I'm going on this tangent actually is because I just realized recently I panicked because somebody started a podcast in my backyard and <laughs> in my backyard like very close to where I live and um, it's literally the same mission if you listen to my intro and you listen to their intro it's literally same mission and so I was kind of having an insecurity moment like oh my god we are basically targeting I believe the same group of people and I was obsessing over it and 
yeah, it was really like a moment of insecurity because at the end I realized that, you know what, there is still room for all of us. The person who listens to my podcast will probably listen to their podcast. And the person who listens to that person's podcast will probably listen to my podcast. And it's also interview based. And so, and we have different networks. They're also covering people that I don't know probably and that I wouldn't have thought of. And there are so many people in this world that all stories can be told. And obviously I am not the person to do that. And also my good friend reminded me that we have different voices. So my voice is different than anybody else's voice. And my purpose in life is different than another person's purpose in life. And we can just collaborate and work together and create something together. But I don't know, I was really surprised by that reaction because I have seen other similar podcasts and I haven't felt threatened or I haven't felt I couldn't collaborate with with them. I've even already collaborated with a few people who have podcasts because I realized I could all try to achieve the same thing. But I don't know, there was something that triggered me about that one. But anyways, that's that's to discuss later. So yeah, season two. So now actually guys, so I actually also need to find a better term for guys. Because I work with a lot of guys. <laughs> I don't mean it to just target guys. And actually the funny part why I caught myself is that the majority of my audience is women, which makes sense because it has been shown actually that women listen to women and men listen to men when it comes to shows and podcasts and YouTube channels, all of that stuff. So my audience, the majority of it, I would say 90% of it is women. And so I apologize for calling you guys. I need to practice something else, something gender neutral. If you have ideas, let me know. So going back to what I was saying. So season one, I just kind of went for it. I just started, I interviewed people that I like, that I thought would be either that I already knew, and so I like them and I think they're great people, or other random people that I reached out to or that were introduced to me and that thought had interesting profiles and based on the work that they do would be interesting to talk to. And it's been an amazing journey so far. I have learned so much about myself. I have learned so much about those people, of course who have helped me and have learned so much about podcasting and how much work it is and what you need to do to create the content and put it out in the world. And that most importantly, it's not just about creating the content. Yes, it is about creating the content, but it's also about sharing it and having a strategy for that. And so now I'm thinking of season two, but before I move on to season two, I want to also highlight again, some of the people that I didn't know that I just reached out to, it's because they were out there in the world. They were online, either because they had Instagram accounts, they have the websites, they had a great LinkedIn profile. So it is very important, if you care about it, to sort of manage your presence online and to make sure that it reflects who you want the world to see you as. Because obviously I didn't know them. I just reached out to some of them and some that I knew that, oh, maybe we have somebody in common. I would first ask for their opinion, but also that is how the world works. Like I even see it now, I work and in recruiting, sad to say, but either it's because you got referred or, yeah, or your profile just looked really nice, whatever profile it is. So if you create any type of content, if you, if you do anything that you want people to see, it's very important to think about where are you? Uh, what platforms are you on? What are you using? Are you reaching the audience that you want to reach? And does it reflect who you want to be seen as? Which brings me to point two, season two. So I have big plans for season two, but I will need your help. My plan is to expand the scope. 
This season was mainly about young professionals from the African diaspora. Next season, I will try to also add some leaders. So I realized that, yes, it's great to listen to people like me because we can encourage each other. We can commiserate together. <laughs> it's English, I think. Yeah. And um, we can exchange strategies. But it would also be great to have some leaders like with a big L because I believe we're all leaders. But here I'm talking about like a senior executive, people who have been on the battlefield longer than us and who have succeeded in the eyes of the world and learn how they got there. The more I grow in my organization, the more I speak with senior leadership, I realize that you don't only need to be intelligent to be successful in the workplace or in whatever career you choose. You also need to know how to play your cards right. And you also need to have a certain level of emotional stability, emotional and mental stability. Especially, let's be real, when you're a Black person, because that's where like, the whole microaggression comes in, that the not being understood comes in. And I think it takes a toll on your mental health. And I think you need to learn how to build allies. You need to learn how to get sponsors. You need to learn how to build your brand. And so I would love to hear from some senior African executives in big, big roles. I'm speaking it into the universe and just hear about their life stories. I don't like, I don't think we will need to do interviews about their careers because the people I'm thinking of, we already have a lot of articles about their careers. What I want to know is about their personal journeys, getting to those careers. I think that's what's inspiring. And I think that's what's helpful for younger people. So that's one of my goals. The other goal is to do a sort of free path series as well and look at Africans who have gone back home, whether it's what they consider home home or what, what their passport countries are, or if they move back to another country. Because I also think that there is a lot, a lot of curiosity about that. And there is definitely a certain adjustment when you do go back home. And how do you do it? What's your experience been like? What do you wish people had told you? ETC, ETC, based on the fury paths that I have spoken to. It's a great experience. They love it. They wouldn't come back here. But there are things that they wish they had known before. And they, some of them do feel like it's very romanticized. I just want to know the truth. And obviously, not everybody's experience will have been the same. So I also want to interview like a few. So what I'm thinking of is doing, let's say, 30 episodes and then doing 10, what I call rising talent. So it's the same type of profile that I've had on for season one. And then do like 10 senior leaders and then do 10 repat. When I meant I will need your help is I would like to talk to you guys about it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start a Facebook group. I'm going to add the link in the notes and I'm going to put it on Instagram as well. And I would like you to join the Facebook group. And the point of the Facebook group is to sort of really be a community of the people who do listen to the show, because what I've realized is I wish I could find a way to implement a discussion platform for the podcast because we cover so many topics and I wish there was a place where people could go say, hey, I listened to Akpe's episode or I listened to Aisa's episode or I listened to Giselle's episode or Zua or whoever I've interviewed and this is how I felt about it or these are the things that this person said that really resonated with me. Like, what do you think about it? Because a lot of the topics that we talk about, identity, our role as diaspora, whether being active in our current home countries, being active in where we're from countries, 
just about life. We talk about it in these conversations, but they deserve a place to be discussed properly. And so actually then going back to my structure that I'm debating right now is, so far I've been doing interviews, interviews, interviews. So maybe I could do three interviews per month. And then the last week is like, let's discuss the three interviews I did that month. Send me voice messages, send me Facebook messages. Like, let me bring in your voice and your opinions into the show as well. Or maybe we can discuss it. So I want to discuss that structure. I want to hear from you guys. So I'm going to create this Facebook group. It's going to be closed as in you can ask to be invited. I don't want rude people. (laughs) I want it to be a safe space. I want it to be a place to share our experiences, both our struggles and our wins. And I'm going to put those Facebook rules where if you don't respect people, if you're not kind, I will kick you out. (laughs) But everybody's welcome. (laughs) You just have to be like nice and supportive. So that's that. Now, let me get to the other part of the show, which was to talk about some episodes. It was really hard to just pick a few episodes. So now I really feel bad asking Clarence in episode 20 to pick his favorite project. So the way that I did it, because I didn't want to choose between all of my babies, I basically looked at it statistically speaking, which ones had the highest number of downloads, and then I kind of tied it into similar themes so that you can know like these three go together. So if I like it, I might also like these. The first one, this theme, I called it identity and self. The first one was Fabiola. And Fabiola is actually one of my earliest episodes, episode five. And you will love listening to Fabiola if you haven't yet, because she's one of those very strong but gentle people. She's originally from Rwanda, also lived in Kenya. And she has such a big heart. She's very socially driven. And so she will post on her Instagram all the time about all the different causes in the world, about refugees, about LGBTQI, about COVID, about the impact that COVID is having on marginalized people. And she works in DNI, teaching people how to recognize all their biases and be better people in the workplace. And one of the quotes, that I really liked from her episode was, as we enter new spaces, we can leave the doors open and encourage each other to join, which is really one of my objectives. So that's why it kind of resonated with me. And if you like Fabiola's episode, you would probably also like Sarah Somion's episode, which is episode number 12. And actually Sarah's episode is very also relevant for these times. So Sarah's episode was recorded at the beginning of the year. She's a health health and wellness coach at Deliciously Vibrant. And the initial goal behind, well, the interview was to talk about how do we approach the new year? And she had spoken a lot about setting intentions rather than like specific goals or resolutions. And looking back at how COVID-19 changed all of our plans, it's a just great one to go back to, to help you calm your mind, and stay positive and kind of go with the flow. She talked a lot about that. And I struggled with her episode. Personally, I will say it like she was saying it and I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to receive this. But now I'm so thankful she has it because it was very relevant and I think it's very timely for today. And then another one is Mo on cultural curiosity. So Mo is Nigerian. She moved in the States for graduate school and she's also has another podcast, actually. What I loved about Mo, even 
called it in title. It's her cultural curiosity. She just has love of like learning from other cultures. She taught herself Korean as an adult. And in her episode, we talk about culture and how speaking out can not only help you, but help others and build community. And that especially relevant because she was explaining like Nigerian culture, which is also very similar to Rwandan culture. Like you don't really talk about your issues, right? You're airing dirty laundry to the world. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody needs to say everything to the whole world, but I do think that there is room to sometimes discuss the challenges that we do have. And, and when you do do that, you realize that you're not the only one who has that challenge. And that by you speaking out, you're helping other people and you're building a community of people. That interview was deep and it was personal. And the quote that I liked from her interview was, there is a need for people to be real again. So if you like listening to interviews that are more identity focused and thinking about how we think, how we look at the world, you will like those three. Then there's another one I called arts and storytelling. I'm getting inspired. Maybe I will redesign my website like this. But anyways, we'll come back to that later. My arts and storytelling bucket. Let's see. Kiga was the one with the most download in this bucket. So Kiga is a DJ. Well, he's a DJ. He's a music producer. He's a storyteller. He's originally from Burundi, grew up in Ethiopia, lives in Toronto. And I just loved, in his interview, I just loved his mind. I think he's one of those true creatives. They have a deep need to produce. They have a deep need to put content out, to just share, to share with the world what they have in them. I think I'm a creative person, but I'm not that. I'm not that type of creative. And I just can't wait to see what he does. Obviously, I just can't wait to see what everybody that I interviewed will do in the next three to five years. I truly believe that they are headed for greatness. You know how I was saying that for season two, I want to do like series of rising talents, which is what I did, rising stars and have a senior leadership. I think that the people I'm interviewing will be the senior leadership in whatever field they have chosen but they will be leaders in the future, God willing, when everything goes well. Followed by that was Clarence, CQ on branding. And Clarence is also such a, a passionate person and about elevating brands and people. And actually, I'm liking juxtaposing Kiga and Clarence because Kiga is all about really being a creative, whereas Clarence looks at it from a business perspective. Clarence is very much the, the business person who will be creative and help build the brand help build connections, the business side of things. And Kiga is a creative. One quote that I heard from CQ was, don't service today at the expense of tomorrow. That one, I also felt it in my heart. And the next bucket is policy. And actually, what's interesting in policy is that I have three very different but complementary interviews. So the first one is Zua, which is episode 21. Zua is from Zimbabwe. And he's really interested in like African policy and what us as young African can do today with what we have to help the continent. Then we have Moses, episode nine, who is from Rwanda and came to Canada for school. And I applaud Moses's ability to be also super passionate. You will see that's a theme across all interviews, but also very intentional in the initiatives that he has. I think he's one of those P 
people who are very involved in local Canadian politics and understand what's going on and also are well involved in being helpful to the diaspora and being involved as Rwandan youth. And then you also have Imanzi, who is Rwandan as well, um, was born in Canada and has an attachment to the continent and in to creating Pan-African solutions and creating that bridge between Rwanda and Canada. And all three of them really talk about what it is being a servant leader, what it is being of service to your people. And one quote that I really like from Moses was that we can use what we have, however little, to get a lot of what we don't have. And along the way, as we do that, we are helping people, we are being happy, we are creating change, and we're inspiring other people and living life to the fullest. Even now, as I read the quote, I just feel super pumped and super positive. <laughs> and another one that I really liked was from Zua, who was saying a quote that he read somewhere, I believe. It basically said something like, ambition is climbing the ladder, but purpose is making sure that that ladder is on the right wall, which also sort of makes you sit for a moment and think about it. So those three are epic episodes if you're interested in policy, civic engagement, community work, etc. Last but not least, technology, which is also my field. So I was actually really happy to see Giselle's episode still being the leading episode because it was my first episode. Also the first one that the sound wasn't as great as my sound now, but the content was really good. I've known Giselle since we were in school. She was my first roommate when I moved to Montreal in Res, and we both somehow ended up in technology. And she really spends quite a bit of time talking about the importance of having Africans involved in technology, especially when we start thinking of technologies like machine learning and artificial intelligence, because they're going to be built on our biases, right? And her episode really makes you sit down and think about how can we get more Black people, more Africans in tech. And I also have Sofina, this young Nigerian lady in the UK, who talks about cybersecurity and her initiative, getting more women in cybersecurity. And then next week, you will have my interview. And well, I don't know yet what it will be about because it's next week's, <laughs> but I guess we will also talk a little bit about tech, I'm imagining. That was my roundup of episodes to share. I couldn't share all of them, otherwise I was going to keep rambling. But a quote that I really have held close to heart is from Naomi's episode on the power of why, where she said that always remember that yourself in 20 years is relying on you to be smart right now, relying on you to work hard and to be diligent and to hustle in the way that feels right for you. And so my goal or my hope is that as you listen to these interviews, as you digest what all of these amazing people are sharing with us, you can get inspired to be smart, to work hard and to be diligent and to hustle 
in the way that feels right for you. So that was all for today's episode. Let me know what you thought of it. Uh, Let me know if you have a favorite episode and what you liked about it. Join the Facebook group. Let's continue the discussion. And I look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you. Don't hesitate to leave us comments on the Facebook group or on the website jazzavikmoire.com. As the old adage goes, sharing is caring. If you enjoyed it, please share it with your friends, like and subscribe. Until next time, keep striving, keep thriving and keep shining.